Well, hello, everyone. It, it's been a minute, but I would like to welcome you again to the Baby's Books and Business Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Miss Canoe, that is M-I-S-S-K-A-N-U. Hello, 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 hello. Um, I can't even play my favorite song, The Jump Off by Lil' Kim. Been gone for a minute, now I'm back with The Jump Off. It's been a while. It absolutely has, but I am back with so much to tell you all, hence why it has been a while. Um, so we have so much to discuss, so much to catch up on. I am just overwhelmed by all of the love and support because for those of you who do not know who are listening, I recently quit my nine to five job. So I am pursuing full-time entrepreneurship. I am 100% self-employed and I love it here. It's wonderful. Um, So part of the reason why I've even delayed doing a podcast episode is because I knew that I wanted my first episode in a while to be talking about this and I will be spending probably the next couple of episodes really diving deep into um, what it means to take that leap of faith and pursue full-time entrepreneurship. But it has, you know, well, we're in fall now. Sheesh, we're in October. Um, But summer was wonderful. Had a great, great, great summer. Um, Did a lot of working, did a lot of working, did a little bit traveling. Of course, you know, mom life is an all-of-the-time thing. Um, had tons of fun with my friends. Um, I'm very much in love these days. So spent a lot of time with my boyfriend and just, you know, really in a really good place of life. And all of these different things have also positioned me to be able to take that leap of faith. So um, again, I'm super excited to dive into this. I don't have any notes so that all of this is coming straight from the heart, but this will probably be what I'll call the, the part one episode of me quitting my nine to five. So again, welcome to the Baby's Books and Business Podcast. We'll be right back. And my name is Miss Canoe. That is M-I-S-S-K-A-N-U. Okay, so let's get to it. Um, where does one even start? So for let's, you know, kind of rewind a little bit for those who are not familiar with this podcast. Again, my name is Christina Canoe and I am the owner of Christina Canoe Consulting and CKC. That's what we call it um, for short is a business and brand consulting firm, which specializes in enhancing businesses, particularly small business owners. So we are providing business and brand strategy, social media management, social media strategy, creative brand shoot services, pretty much everything that is going to help enhance your business. So that's the quick and dirty of the business. And I have been in business since March 2016. So it's been a journey. So I recently decided that it was time for me to leave my nine to five job. And a lot of people, A, didn't know I had a nine to five or B, knew I had a nine to five, but didn't know what it was that I did because I didn't really talk much about it. But, and I was never ashamed of it or anything like that. It just wasn't something that I spoke about. Um, My nine to five, I absolutely loved it. I was working at a law firm in Atlanta And I was working as an executive assistant, so I was providing administrative services, and I loved that. And part of the reason why I loved that is because it allowed for me to focus a majority of my time 
on building Christina Canoe Consulting. So I had gotten my nine to five job right after I had Jace. I was a new mom. I was finishing up graduate school. I needed a job. I needed stability. I needed benefits. I needed a place that made sense. So um, I went there and the plan initially was to be applying for, or I was applying for different jobs after I finished graduate school because I have my master's in African-American studies from Clark Atlanta University. Shout out to CAU. But I was applying for jobs for about a year and a half. Nothing was happening. Like I finished graduate school in 2018. Nothing was happening. I was like, yo, what is, what is going on? And, um, and I've also spoken about this before too. You know, I was juggling so many things. I was working full time. I was running my business, um, as a single mom had to have additional money coming in. So then I started Ubering too. So I was doing Uber Eats. So it was just so much going on. And eventually I asked God, I said, God, what's happening here? And um, God pretty much told me, he said, this is going to be the last place where you work for somebody else. I don't have any intentions of you being employed by anybody else. So trust me, this conversation I had with God before the pandemic, then the pandemic hit and I said, aha, I understand why you kept me here because I was able to keep my job during the pandemic. Had I had gotten some of these other jobs, you know, last hired, first fired, y'all know how that goes. It could have been a situation like that. So there was a lot going on. Another interesting thing that happened during the pandemic is a lot of people decided that they wanted to start businesses. So ironically, my business was flourishing during the pandemic and going into, well, we're still in the pandemic, but you know, at the top of the pandemic, Um, In 2020, all the way through, I was noticing that there was an uptick in my numbers. There was an uptick in interest. And I also just had more time to devote to the the business. When you cut out a lot of the going out, the hanging out, the being around people, and really just tune into what the fuck it is that you have going on. And if you're new here, we cuss on this podcast. Um, Things can just flourish, So probably I would say, especially once I finished graduate school from about 2018, end of 18 going into 19, I realized that I really wanted to devote a whole lot more time and energy into CKC. Then especially 2019, after I went through a breakup, going into 2020, it was like, we gonna go all in, like um, Rashad Harris would say, we gonna go all in. So that was what the plan was, especially because it's the top of a new decade, it's the top of everything, it's 2020, you're a vision, then the pandemic happened, but I still kept that energy of we're gonna go all in. So last year... My business turned five on March 1st, 2020. It was my fifth year business anniversary. And I told myself on that day, I said, when I get to March 1st, 2022, I am not going to be working for anybody else. Like that is going to be the goal. I was giving myself until about, my plan was to get through the end of the year of 2021, put in my notice in January and be out. That's what my plan was. So I had that written down. I spoke to a couple of people about it and I was like, okay, I have to grind, I have to grind, I have to grind so I can get there. But then some other interesting things start happening. And this is why when you tell God your plans, God is going to laugh at you all of the time because things started growing a lot faster than what my initial plan and thought process was for me to leave in 2022. I was looking at my numbers 
from January to February to March to April to May to June to July and was like, holy shit, my numbers are growing. The services that I'm offering were growing. I, I revamped how I offered CKC services. Um, I noticed that there was some inconsistencies in how I was doing things as a business owner. I was leaving a lot of the onus of, okay, people can meet with me. So what was happening is people were meeting with me and by people, I mean clients. Clients were meeting with me when shit was just going left instead of let's maintain things so that way things aren't going left. So I was having certain requirements as to we need to either be meeting monthly, we need to meet bi-monthly, we need to meet quarterly. It can't be I meet with you in January and I don't see you again until December. That's just not sustainable for a business. So when I changed that, I offer, I also um, changed me not necessarily, except for my clients I've been that I've been working with for a while, me not offering long term consulting in this in the sense of how I was doing it before. So there's more so services that I'm providing a couple of times a year that are going to help you for a couple of months at a time. So being able to do that, offering different packages, just really honing in on what it is that I'm good at and offering that, and devoting a lot more time spending a lot more money on marketing, spending a lot more money on the things that I needed to do in order to be able to enhance my business. So some other things were also happening. So again, I love my job. I love going, I, I really, my, and by job, I meant my daytime job. So my, my nine to five job, I was making good money. Um, since I'm not there anymore, I can kind of spill a little bit more of the tea. But, you know, because I was getting all of my tasks done in a reasonable time frame, what was happening is, is I was able to work on CKC stuff while I was there. I was able to do that. During my lunch breaks, I was often working on CKC stuff. When I was taking some PTO or some vacation time, that might be for my brand shoots or for things for my clients and to be able to get stuff done. So I was being very intentional about how it was that I was using my time. But you know, I'm not perfect. I also was realizing that, especially once the pandemic hit and especially once my business started taking off, I wasn't passionate about going to work anymore. Meaning I was getting to work really late and I know that was annoying the hell out of my coworkers. Um, I was taking longer lunch breaks. I just, my heart wasn't in it. And that is a tall tale sign. When your heart is not in something anymore, that's when you know your seasons are shifting. And for me, I knew it because it was as if like getting up every single day. Mind you, I wake up really early, but I enjoyed being at home because in the beginning of the morning before I would go to work, I would try to get knock out a couple emails, knock out a couple tasks, do some things for my clients. And then I would go to work. And granted, I loved my coworker, so I enjoyed being there. But my mind was just somewhere else. So it felt like I was living in two different bodies if that makes sense. And I started having these conversations with my godmother, Elle Harris, and just talking to her. And initially, you know, a couple years ago, I told Elle, I said, you know, I hope by the time I'm 35, I'll be able to just consult full time because I was just envisioning it. What would my life look like if I was consulting full time? What would it look like if I didn't have to work every evening um, to meet with clients and I could meet with them during the day so that way I could be a more present and more and more focused mom. Um, so it was, I would daydream about it. I talked to my boyfriend about it all of the time. Like, babe, you know, I just, I can't wait and I'm excited and yet and I'm excited and I'm excited. Like just talking about it, talking to those really close to me. Um, 
I spoke to Rashad a lot about it because he had also made that leap a couple of years ago. So I was just starting to envision it. And I even, you know, one of my girlfriends, Kiara, um, shout out to Kiara in the virtual K. She is based out of Florida. When I went down to Florida for the summer, we were talking about, you know, how she had recently made that leap. And I was just asking her questions. So I was trying to figure it out. I was like, damn, do I even, you know, well, we'll get... I know that, you know, typically what people are going to say is you need to have X um, number of dollars and this and that and that stored up before you make that leap. Um, I'm not going to get into all of my financial personal business, but what I will say is that I have faith in God. So um, things just started to happen. Resources just started to come. Opportunities started to come. And all of that happened after I actually decided to quit. So let's fast forward. Let's rewind a little bit. Um, if you would have told me in June that I would have been leaving my job in September, would have said that you're a liar. That's not happening, girl. That's not happening, sis. Um, I tell people I didn't even know. I knew I wanted to, but I didn't even know that week. So I put in my notice on a Thursday. I didn't even know that Monday that that was what was going to happen. Um, really, it's a very interesting story, but... I remember that, so I was getting my car detailed on a Wednesday, and um, the car detailer, shout out to Larry, the car wash guy, he only details Monday through Friday, so he's getting enough business where it's like, oh, I don't have to be working on the weekend, shout out to you, brother, so he was running a little bit late due to some things, and because he was running late, it meant that I was going to end up having to go into work late. And I was planning on getting to work at a certain time, didn't end up getting to work at that certain time. So ended up just working from home for my day, for my nine to five job. And it was just this frustration of feeling like there's certain things that I want to be able to do. And I would just want my time back. Like I want to be able to, if I need to go get my nails done, I don't have to drag Jace with me to the nail salon at 630 on a Tuesday or on a Saturday, or if I want to go get my hair done, or if I want to be able to meet with clients all day long so that way I can cook in the evening, or if I want to be able, like whatever it was, I just, I was feeling like I was warring with my time. Um, And after that situation where I wasn't going to be able to make it to work on time and just feeling like a really shitty coworker because I let my coworkers down because they had to cover for me because I wasn't there, I called my godmother and I cried and I said, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Like, I want to be able to dictate my time, dictate my schedule. I want to be like, I was like, I was so happy today. Also, just being able to work from home, being able to just be here and get stuff done. Like, I was super happy doing it. So we had a long conversation. She consoled me. She said, why don't you just write your letter of resignation? Just write it. Just just write it and see what happens. So I wrote it. And I'm telling you, I felt good when I wrote it. I felt really, really good. And one thing about me is when I make a decision, I make a decision. Like I'm not hot or cold. I'm So I wrote the letter of resignation. I was like, okay, I'm gonna give myself a month and a half to give it. Wrote the letter, wrote some stuff on my whiteboard of a plan of the things that I would need to do to be able to quit. So mind you, this is Wednesday. Thursday, I woke up. Wednesday night going into Thursday, I was tossing and turning. I like had really weird sleep. I had to be at work really early that day. So um, usually my boo and I, every morning we talk on the phone on the way to work. So I called him. He didn't answer at the time. I get to work. Eventually he calls me back and I'm like, babe, this is what has happened. I got to go. And so (laughs) 
he's listening and he's like, okay. And I'm like, I'm going to wait a couple weeks. He's like, Christina, if you know you already want to do it, why are you going to wait a couple weeks? And I was like, damn, you so fucking smart. And so I printed at this point. Now I've printed out the resignation letter and I dated it for the date in August. So I printed it out. Everyone was coming into off the office that day and I was feeling so super uncomfortable and weird. Um, I had a conversation with Rashad later on that day about, you know, my steps, my plan, what I wanted to do. And I had briefly mentioned it to my parents the day before. And then I said, you know what? It's time. I saw my boss wasn't on the phone. I took my letter. I printed it out. And I went in and I said, this is for you. And I said, it is time for me to leave. Now, backstory on that. For the longest time, my boss said that he knew a day was going to come where I was going to leave and he was going to be really upset about it because he just really enjoyed the work that I did. Um, but he said he knew that he, I was too smart and too capable and too ambitious for him to keep me for forever. So we spoke about it. He said he wished me all of the well. He asked me how long, you know, what was my timeline. I said, I'm going to give y'all six weeks. Like, September 30th will be my last day. And um, I said, I want to train. I want to be able to help. I want to help with the transition, all of those things. And the peace I felt after I walked out of his office is so unprecedented. And I hear my little mini-me. So we're going to take a quick break, and then I'll continue, too, in a second. Okay, so we are back. Um... So after I walked out of my boss's office, it was just this peace, this thrill, this, oh my God, girl, did you just do that? It was just the wildest emotion. Um, I called and texted a couple of people and then over, you know, the course of even from the time I did it and leading up until my last day, I started to tell people um, as I felt led to or as it came up in conversation. And then I start, you know, that day I told everyone in my office, I emailed those who, um, cause we have three offices and just started letting people know what I had decided to do. And everyone was super supportive, super happy, super excited for me. And that helped tremendously. Um, that night I had a horrible headache, um, a huge migraine. And when I woke up, I said, girl, did you really just quit your job? Girl. Um, but then from that moment on, I started doing a lot more reading, leaning on different resources and putting together a plan. Like, what exactly is this going to look like for you? What exactly is working full time on? Like, what does it look like and mean to you to be a full time entrepreneur? Because I think one of the problems we run into is because people have been asking me, like, well, what was the transition like? How did you do this? How did you do that? It's going to be different for everyone in every industry. But one thing I will say is you have to be willing to bet on yourself. If you are not confident enough to bet on yourself 365 days a year, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, making this leap is going to be really challenging because you're not going to have a bunch of people who are, you know, all up in here rooting you on, telling you that you got that you're not going to have that all of the time. That's not going to be something that your reality is going to be. I think something too is that Part of the reason why I didn't tell a lot of people until after I made the decision is because I didn't want for people to deter me. I didn't want to be bound by fear. I didn't want fear to be a thing. I didn't want for people to make me second guess my decisions. I didn't want to because I knew I had gotten to a point where I had outgrown that season. I was working really, really, really hard. I was super, super, super tired. And I said, I need to reclaim my time. I need to be able to do that. And I know it's going to be rough. There's going to be some days where it's just going to be a whole lot of... Okay, hold on, Jace. 
Um, there's going to be some days that are a little bit rough and I don't know the future of everything, but a couple of, I guess, gems that I will say before I conclude this episode, because again, I'm going to do a series on this because there's going to be a lot to talk about. But one thing is you have to have a plan, have your plan of what it is that you're going to be offering people, how it is that you can enhance those services. That way you can charge a little bit more. What your goal is of how much money it is that you need to make to be able to take care of all of your personal and business expenses. How much it is that you're going to pay yourself if you even have any money to be able to pay yourself early on. Determining what your workspace is going to look like. So currently, and I'll speak a little bit more about that in the upcoming episodes, but I'm having an office um, designed. So my dining room is going to be completely converted into an office space for me. So that way I can be incredibly productive. Um, What does self-care look like for you? How are you going to maintain that peace? I've been working out a lot more because to make sure that, you know, I'm keeping my stress levels down. Um, The other thing is before making this leap, tracking your numbers to make sure that your numbers are truly growing before you just decide to jump. Mm -mm, Jace. So what that means is, my numbers in January to my numbers in August were significantly different. So I was see I was able to see in front of my own eyes that my business was actually growing. Not, oh, I feel like it's growing because, you know, my social media followers are growing. Absolutely not. Is that revenue growing? Are you bringing a lot of money in? Are you seeing that people are interested in utilizing your services? Because if people aren't interested in utilizing your service, then... Ladies and gentlemen, you need to go back and look at your business structure, look at your business strategy, look at your business plan, look at all of that to figure out what exactly it is that's going on. Are you getting inquiries, if not daily, every other day for people wanting to work with you? Like serious inquiries. Like people are booking you to do discovery calls, um, which are like introductory calls um, to learn more about the business that's interested in working with you or whatever the case is. You have to be very serious because at the end of the day, I'm about to be 31 and I ain't a trust fund baby. My parents, they are just about retired. They can't finance all of that stuff. Um, My man um, ain't about to just be tricking off on me and paying all of my rent. I'm not a city girl. Like it's just not about to be all of that. So you have to be very mindful of it. But um Again, I'll be talking more about this in the upcoming weeks because see, now I have no excuse but to put out weekly podcast episodes just to be able to talk about all things babies, books, and business. But I am grateful. I love it here. I'm so excited for this next chapter of life. I'm so grateful for all of the support. Um, I have some exciting things, you know, in terms of just some clientele and stuff that I'll be working with. My goals are just even bigger and I'm reaching for the stars and I'm I'm always betting on me. So again, you have to believe on in yourself. You have to bet on yourself. And cheers to anybody who is preparing to make that leap of faith. Um, I hope that my story can be an example because I am a single black mama raising a little black boy and doing it all on my own. And I've been able to do that and make one of my dreams come true. So that's all I got for you all today. Um, again, follow me on social media at Miss Canoe, M-I-S-S-K-A-N-U on IG and Twitter. Um, you can visit www.christinacanoe.com to learn more about what we offer. The link in my bio to book these discovery call sessions, these 15 minute calls so I can learn more, a little bit more about your business and how I can help you. And yes, it's time to win. I'm excited. I can't wait for feedback as you all listen. Definitely tag me. And that's all folks. See you all next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>